back ladies and gentlemen as the title suggests we are uncertified financial planners we are not professionals i repeat we are not professionals before you make any financial decisions please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner and we're back and i'm feeling wonderful this fine thursday November 10th is when we're recording this at 9.16 p.m., and I feel like I'm on the moon, baby. The market was up, the market as an S&P 500, was up 5.54%, and I'm dancing in the background. I know you can't see me, but I'm dancing, baby, because that is the best day I've seen since I started in mid-October in 2020. Um, And it's a good day to be an American, baby, because we are... Balling. We're balling. Every day is a good day to be an American. Let's be honest. I mean, it, every day is a good day. Like you said, yeah. I believe this that's what you said. a bad day to be an American. Yep. And um, anyway, before we get into why S&P 500 was up so much, wow, I'd like to introduce you. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's insane what I've seen today. It's beautiful, Sorry, as they say. That just shook me. No, no, it's it's incredible. And, and like I said, before we get started officially, I'd like to uh, like to introduce you to my wonderful co-host, as always, uh, Garrett mm. Rudolph. How are you doing today? Mm. You know, I'm I'm a little under the weather, flew on around, uh, pretty pretty sick of the not the astral world. Well, you know, since he cannot bring the energy, I will be bringing the absolute energy. Um, so let's get let's just get right into it. Oh, and then one one thing before I start, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm excited. Um, after we discuss, you know, why the market acted this way, what kind of leads to that. Mm-hmm. After doing that, we are going to hop into ESG read or ESG ratings, not readings, ratings, mm-hmm. and um, kind of what they are because they're somewhat newer. Um, and whether they're new or not, I don't know, but they are definitely gaining in importance. Uh, among newer investors and older investors alike. So, but hopping back into it, S and P five hundred of five point five poor. Oh my gosh! Can I speak or can I speak? Okay, S and P five hundred up five point five four percent today. Uh, you always love to see that. Kind of hard to find a stock that's red when it's up five point five four percent. And so, just hopping right into it. Uh, the reason that is is because of the midterm elections. Um, as you know, the stock market is it's reaction based. It reacts to information mm-hmm. that the new information, uh, new information that's good. Typically, you know, does things like we've seen today. Uh, it's good that the House and Senate are going to be divided um, at the moment. The Senate has. Senate, which was held by Republicans, has lost a seat, um, and the Democrats have gained that seat. You have to have 51 seats for majority. It's right now 49 Republican, 48 Democrat. Uh, they're still counting votes. The House, uh, the Republicans did not have the majority. 
they're eight seats away from the majority. They've gained nine seats. The Democrats have lost nine seats, uh, basically meaning the people that were in those seats were not reelected because they did a terrible job, typically. Um, so <laughs> anyway, the reason why it's good to see that flip, uh, it's not so much important that the Republicans may lose the Senate and gain the House back or vice versa. It's more so important that nothing can be passed for the most part unless it's bipartisan. Very um, few business harming things are bipartisan. Yes. Yes. And that a, is a, gr- a, a split congressional body is almost like having a substitute teacher. Um, and in elementary school, when you had a sub, you know, it's just free reign. It's Wild West. You're celebrating. And that's how the markets are reacting right now is because nothing can happen. Um, they don't have to live in fear of uh, of tax movements, of tariffs, of whatever, um, because no one's going to agree on anything. Yeah, and uh, typically, you know, that kind of stinks. Nothing's going to happen for the, the next two. And that's why uh, the stock market is responding so well. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but well, yeah, it I mean, like we're having some uh, some technical difficulties, but. Uh, I mean, I mean, think about it. Like Ethan said, the the market reacts to uncertainty. Then they split vote, a split House or Senate or congressional body, especially with the Democratic Party and power of the executive branch, you know, President Biden. Um, that just creates so much probability that nothing will get passed coming to business. Um, so companies can respond positively to that by not having them live in fear. Not you know, it just decreases the overall uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me again? Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So yeah, just like I was saying, like it kind of stinks. Like you know, for the next two years, pretty much nothing's going to be passed. The good thing about that is nothing's going to be passed that pushes an agenda. Um, mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, that's the only thing people do when they're in office is push their agenda. Uh, so the good news about it being split is the only things that will be passed will be bipartisan bills, uh, which is a very good bipartisan, meaning both parties are in favor. Um, and it's not you know, better for one party or better for one you know, political belief system. Um, so anyway, you know, like I was saying before, before I cut out, basically market, is very, very scared of uncertainty. Um, and the good news is, is you know, with one of the Senate or House being held by Republicans, it's certain that only bipartisan bills will be passed. Um, and so that is why you saw, now I would have never expected 5.54% or 7% plus the NASDAQ, um, that, that is actually crazy. I think this is one of the best days. My dad texted me. I didn't even notice until my dad texted me that it was such a good day because I don't usually look at it because I have my plan, which we discussed in a previous episode. You should go back mm-hmm. and look if you haven't already. Um, but my dad texted me. He was like, dude, this is the best mar- like day in the market I've seen in easily the past two years, um, which I've been in the market for the past two years. I've never seen a day like this. You know, the best day before this was like a three or three, like a high three percent or a low four percent day. We almost broke six percent in the S and P five hundred. Um, so definitely something to be excited about. Um, mm-hmm. 
And uh, now I can't promise that tomorrow is going to be that way, but I can promise no. this is when there are certain events or certain you know new news that is certain, the market is going to respond very you know very well to that, especially if it's favorable news um, that has become certain. Um, like I said, it it's all dependent on whether or not you know stock market knows what it is. It's not you know concerned with unnecessary things. So. Mm -hmm. I can't be unhappy with what has happened today, regardless of being a Democrat or Republican, because everyone made money. Um, that's something that's good. Especially Paul Pelosi with the inside trading. I mean, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, cough, cough. No one heard that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We're on to you, um, Paul. <laughs> uh, anyway, move on to the next thing. That was... Uh, it's just something really cool that happened today that I didn't notice until we started recording. Um, yeah, definitely so. something to talk about. Um, I also saw that there's signs of easing inflation. Um, oh, yeah, that CPI came out today. Yeah, just before we move on, like, that's exciting. Uh, yeah. It sounds like the rise in consumer prices slowed to 7.7% in October for reference. Um, I believe that number was closer to like it's eight point eight point six percent. The Fed's actually working. Yeah, no, I mean, what the Fed is doing has. Again, I can't hear you, but slowing inflation is definitely a good thing. It means we'll see less um, intense and less aggressive moves by the Fed, uh, and the economy can start going back to normal. Can you hear me? Uh, no. Oh. This is horrible. Is that you cut out? Can you hear what you said? Basically, but I'm saying trades was a good thing. Back to sending, back to feeding the economy, and at the same time lowering inflation. Just very exciting for consumers. We can get back to having cheap stuff and. Uh, Back to Big Mac being affordable again. We don't talk about the Costco hot dog, but the other stuff can come back down, right? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to absolutely demolish my Wi-Fi company after this. This is ridiculous. I'm so sorry. Anyway, yes, um, it's always good to see consumer prices going down. Um, it means that consumers can purchase more. Um, anyway, the good thing about that as well is that the consumers still have power. Uh, as you may have heard, the Powerball uh, lottery was roughly $2 billion um, this past week. And that's good to see because there was a billion dollars added to the lottery in a week. Um, so it shows that there's still money that is able to be spent, even if prices have gone up mm -hmm. drastically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do I sound any better? Yeah, you do. Uh, you sound a lot more more clear. Dude, um, I'm so sick that my mic was... I was talking into my mic and I wasn't even plugged in the whole time. Wow, that's Dude. impressive. Yeah, I feel like a goober. I've just been speaking into my mic and it's not even been plugged in. Yeah, no, you sound a lot more clear. Um, 
Well, guys, this is what happens when you're running a podcast. You have technical difficulties. Yeah. So. Bad Wi-Fi, and, flu, and unplugged mics. Yeah, and I think that's what makes this podcast number one. Uh, mm. You get you don't get the perfect butterflies and rainbows all the time. You Amen. get just the the all natural. You know, Ethan Ungerbuehler and Garrett Rudolph, and don't you like it? I Amen. Mean, come on, bring it home. There's, there's so much fake bullcrap and misinformation, and you have to be perfect all the time. No, we're bringing back all natural, baby. Amen. And the Costco hot dog is still $1.50. How could you be upset? Amen. All right, moving along. Um, ESG. Yeah, ESG. ESG. It's a it's a it's a new trend. I guess you could say trend in investing of rating companies. Um, ESG stands for Economic Social Governance, correct? Mm-hmm. And it's basically just the push for corporate responsibility. Um, however you want to interpret that, the the slogan of ESG is using the power of governance to change the world. Um, yeah, uh, from an outsider perspective, it sounds like a whole lot of heebie-jeebie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main purpose of everyone wants to feel like they're having an impact on, um, you know, this the, the climate change and and whatnot. Um, not to rain on anybody's parade, it actually kills the earth more to dig the batteries that go into the electric vehicles than if we had just stayed with you know fossil fuels so just so you know that hope you feel better if you're driving a prius around town uh moving on um hopefully i cut out yeah hopefully i cut out for that part and no one heard that but no that's staying in there okay that's fine i i I hope it does because you know i learned about esg uh ratings this summer everyone's gonna have their thing you know there's people that are you know environment friendly environmentally friendly more so than other people that's okay Mm -hmm. great um just know you know i don't mean to be crapping on esg ratings i'm just saying my opinion on it and that's why you're here to hear Mm -hmm. our opinions on stuff um because obviously we're not certified but point is um you know everybody's gonna companies are gonna tell you what what you want to hear they're not becoming more environmentally friendly because they want to and and they may not even becoming more environmentally friendly in general they may just be saying that they are. Um, you know, me driving my car to and from school every day is not what's killing the planet. It, it, it's the companies dumping into our rivers and, you know, producing all these things that are killing, you know, killing the environment and, and draining it of its, of its, you know, natural nutrients. Uh, but no, no, you know what? I'm sure Tesla mm-hmm. is extremely environmentally friendly and you know can't go can't go wrong and i'm sure all these you know electric vehicle companies and electricity companies are you know super super high esg rating companies i'm sure they are being economically friendly but they're probably doing that to take your money not because they actually care uh, yeah. they just know that it'll increase profits so that's just a disclaimer um so sorry for all those ESG rating people that are really high on that. Um, I definitely think that you should still consider ESG ratings, um, but I don't think, you know, let's put it this way. You know, you put your money where your mouth is. That's fine. I put my money where I know money's going to be made. Mm. I'm not going to go support something that I completely disagree with 
but I'm also not going to hold myself back from making money because a company, you know, hasn't caught up and has a low ESG rating. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, I, I may, you know, Ford, Ford Motor Company. I love the stock. We haven't talked about it in a minute. I haven't seen its price in a minute. I'm sure it was up crazy today because it's the best stock in the world. Um, that's an uncertified take, but, you know, the majority of their cars. Six and a half percent. Yeah, six and a half percent. You would have made six and a half percent on your dollar if you had Ford, uh, if you bought Ford yesterday and then, you know, obviously today uh, held it. Um, so, you know, be thanking me because it's the best stock in the world. So, you know, the majority of car manufacturers, not just Ford, but let's go with Ford, majority of their models are still gas or diesel. Um, now, they may have some hybrids or they may have electric vehicles as well. But they haven't caught up yet. And so their ESG rating is going to be lower. And so if you know that people are moving towards ESG ratings, which we'll kind of hop into more what of, of what that means and what they are. If you know like the social trend is to invest in ESG rating companies, maybe you should invest in the ones that don't have a high ESG rating yet because you know that they're moving towards that. If you can see yeah. that a company's moving towards more environmentally friendly practices, Maybe it's a good time to buy. Uh, you know, I think Ford, I'll be honest, this is a little bit of bias. I think Ford will be Tesla. I, I think they will beat Tesla and the leading manufacturer of electric vehicles. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be right now. It may not be f- 10 years from now. But I think that the Ford, Ford and Tesla are the only two American car manufacturers that have never gone bankrupt, never had to be bailed out. And there's a reason for that. One, Tesla's been around for like 10 years, maybe a little bit longer. Ford's been around for 100 years, if not more, and it's never gone bankrupt. There's a reason for that. Um, and there's companies that I, you know, 20, 20 years down the road, Google, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, those will not be the leading stocks. There'll be new stocks mm-hmm. that we've never even heard of that will be leading the market in 20 years. Do I think Ford could be that stock? Maybe not. Maybe Ford's gone in 20 years and we never, like people 20, 20 years from now would never have heard of Ford. But then there's also the chance, and I think there's a better chance that, that it's a leader in manu- like in car manufacturers. Not to get down this tangent of Ford, it's just an example, mm-hmm. but... It's very smart to look for companies that aren't meeting ESG ratings, uh, you know, well right now, but are are trying to move towards that. Especially if you see a social trend uh, towards people wanting to invest yeah. in ESG rating companies. So, yeah, and I don't I don't know how authentic ESG really is. Honestly, um, I'm all for you know helping everybody out you know i'll make i'll support things that are you know proven to be um eco-friendly or you know like saving gas or um if i had bike accessible places i'd bike to work you know um it's not really a big thing here um but at the same time i feel like most of these eco-friendly companies You you cut out on my end. Uh, I don't know what that means for their end. So we will get back to Garrett when he can, connects back. Um, while we're waiting, because I, I know he had some excellent knowledge to drop on us. 
gonna just go over what the ESG rating actually is, what it is, what it is basically, yeah, what it does. Um, the ESG rating is designed to measure a company's resilience to long-term industry, industry, material, environmental, social, and govern governance risks. Kind of butchered that, but basically, in a more simple term, um, it measures a company's exposure to basically their environmental and social risks, like what they do socially, how do they improve socially, uh, the people and the, the businesses around them, do they hold businesses to a different standard, you know, a higher standard environmentally, socially, and, and, and whatnot. Um, and companies that, you know, excel in this, they're going to get a higher rating. But companies that are lacking in this and, and are laggards, um, they typically, you know, get a lower rating if they're not as environmentally or socially friendly um, as others. So, you know, these risks uh, involve issues such as energy efficiency, worker safety, uh, you know, independence, board independence, work-life balance, um, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so that's what an ESG rating is, kind of overview. I still can't hear Garrett. I'm back. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I went on a little ramble. I was just trying to fill the space, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what you were saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know how the Wi-Fi is being so bad today. We usually have no problems. But um, what I was saying is, like, a lot of these companies will just, you know, announce these changes for profit. Um, greenwashing has been a increasingly popular thing. That's where companies will masquerade a certain change as being eco-friendly or eco-motivated um, for tax credits, for reputation for whatever um and it's not not really eco-friendly you know um and that's just something to be wary of i'm all for taking a stand to make society better um but if it's not actually making it better then it's just losing money because esg funds as a whole have underperformed the market when the market's already performing badly um and it's not something i'd want to hold much weight in you know yeah uh you know our, our goal was not to just totally crap and take a big dookie on esg ratings because they are important but people are starting to treat them as the most important thing mm -hmm. they're neglecting the idea neglecting good options because they have a low esg rating and i understand like i said i understand putting your money where your mouth is that's very important to some people me I like to make money. My money's not there to, you know, sit around and collect dust. It's there to, to increase. Now, I'm not going to go, you know, not to be controversial, so I'm not going to provide an example, but I'm not going to go and put it into something I don't believe in, something I think that's detrimental to society. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's different for everybody who believes that. And maybe that, you know, what I think is detrimental, they don't think that is. I'm going to put it into things that I think I, I see in my everyday life, I use in my everyday life, I use my, Mac, my MacBook Air, my Apple phone, I use my Apple products every day, so I own Apple. That's me putting my money where my mouth is. Mm -hmm. I, you know what I mean? Like, I use electricity every single day. So I'm going to put my money where, you know, in electric products, whether that's an electric vehicle gotta assume this most companies with an esg rating that's high are 
low profitability companies. They're they're unproven companies because they're typically newer companies, newer stocks. Um, like Tesla, I think Tesla just got you know just became profitable. But so it's a bad example. But you know, there's stocks like Lucid. That's a you know an electric an EV company, um, and they're not yet profitable uh, as mm-hmm. of last time I looked. And so you gotta be wary, like like you know Garrett said, ESG ratings are important, but they're not the most important thing. You yeah. should not base an you should not you know you shouldn't decline the option of buying Apple. Now it may have a good ESG rating, I don't know. You shouldn't decline the the option of buying Apple and instead buy Disney because Disney's more environmentally friendly. You should buy Disney because it's more fundamentally sound as a company mm-hmm. over Apple. And I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that's an example of two companies that people have heard of. Um, so, like I said, we're not here to crap on ESG ratings. They are important. They're just not the most important. And there's yeah. something to, to definitely keep your eye out, especially if you care about the environment. Um, everybody does. No one do, just doesn't care about the environment. Um, but the, obviously, everyone has their own level to that. Um, so... It basically, don't let it cloud your judgment in purchase purchases. So, hmm. for sure, for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about you, Tim, but I think that's all I got for this one. Yeah. Um, last thing I got to say is go buy some Ford today. That's my uncertified suggestion. Ford is huh. it's it's got my eye back. Actually, it's lost my eye. It's a little too high for me to buy. I would have said to buy it. I think a good time to to have bought it would have been October twentieth, um, hmm. which is actually the last time I looked at it, and I almost pulled the trigger because I told myself if it was ever under twelve dollars again, I'd buy it. I didn't, and ever since then it has basically gained three dollars, hmm. two fifty. So yeah. a share. My recommendation, yeah, my recommendation is gonna be Coke Zero because. I love Coke Zero. It's zero sugar, zero calorie, and it's gas. Um, and it's not going to go down in value because it's just amazing. Yeah, if anything, it's going to go up in value, which is awesome. Amen. So. Iron Diet Coke, Christian Doyle. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yeah, hey, call yo, him out. Call him out. Because uh, Coke Zero is better than Diet Coke. Hey, we'll have to tell him to listen. Uh, to the very end to, to hear yeah. his, his shout out he'll love his shout yeah. out i'm sure maybe we can have him on to rant about diet coke next episode huh. no that sounds good that would be fun um my actual suggestion not ford for just you know the beauty of the of of anyway it's just awesome is a good calming candle mm. you know, having a scent when you're studying having a scent when something stressful is happening it's just very relaxing you can you know gaze into the flame you can tell yourself, you know, my flame may, it may wither. It may, you know, it may flicker. It may look like it's down and out. But like a candle, it doesn't go out until, you know, the very end. So you, know, you may feel down and out, but until you're dead, you still got a chance, baby. So be great. Um, like I always say, they don't hate the good ones. They hate the great ones. Be great. Give them a chance. Give them a reason to hate, basically. Uh, if, you're, if you're getting hated on, you, you've done something right. Not to be motivational, but most people don't make it to the end. So if you did, you deserve to, to get motivated. Bring it home. Bring, Bring it home. home. Bringing it home, baby. All right. We will uh, see you on the next one.
patience with you when it's going round and round I'm getting dizzy, getting nauseous like I'm going round and bound I'm searching through the lost and found, I can't be found I'm way too high up off the ground